Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. And today we're doing informed consent too. Um, a lot of people really didn't believe what I had to say. Um, so here's another report about an adverse effect that has been wildly under uh, reported. And the source is CNBC. So you can hear it from your own people's mouth. Um, so the EU investigate investigates reports of menstrual disorder after MRNA COVID shot. Key points. The European Medicines Agency Safety Committee said on Friday it was reviewing reports of heavy menstrual bleeding and absence of menstrual uh, of menstruation from women who had received COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna. The assessment was in view of reports of menstrual disorders after receiving either of the two vaccines, both based on messenger RNA technology, and it was not yet clear whether there was a casual link, the agency said. I'm going to stop right there. That's complete BS because we've known since late 2020, once these vaccines were um, available, that people were losing their um, their menstruation or they were having super heavy ones that were lasting for months. Um, there were also reports of after receiving COVID-19, some of the same side effects happening as well. So we've known for a very, very long time that these messenger RNA vaccines have produced this type of adverse event. Um, another paper that I read, a scientific journal uh, that was reported by another doctor that was basically shut down and lost his license. He, he mentioned that, you know, the 25% of the spike protein va um, that's supposed to stay in your arm. And then the 75% that's supposed that flows all around your body and gets into your circulatory and your lymphatic um, what they saw in women in this study was that a majority of those spike proteins pooled in the actual ovaries. And it was causing what they believe possible fertility issues uh, long term, short term. It was having menstruation, either elongating or the loss of menstruation altogether. Uh, back to the article. The European Medicine Agency Safety Committee said on Friday it was reviewing reports of heavy menstruation, menstrual bleeding and absence of menstruation from women who had received COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna. The assessment was in view of reports of menstrual disorders after receiving either of the two vaccines, both based on messenger RNA technology, and it was not clear yet whether there was a casual link, the agency said. Menstrual disorders can occur due to a range of underlying medical conditions as well as from stress and tiredness, the EMA said, adding that cases of such disorders had also been reported following COVID-19 infection. Vaccination against COVID-19 was linked with a small temporary change in menstrual cycle length, according to a recent study founded, funded by the National Institute of Health, the NIH, which collected data from nearly 4,000 users of a smartphone app that tracks menstrual cycles. 
once again, this is my interjection. They're only collecting data from people who are passively recording. This is not an active search or like in a real clinical trial where they follow everybody throughout the whole phase and actually track it. They they literally use data from an app and they found that 4,000 people, um, a bunch of those out of those 4,000 people were reporting menstrual irregulations. But the EMA said in December, this is back to the article, but the EMA said in December, it had not established a link between changes in menstrual cycle and COVID-19 vaccination. After a study in Norway suggested some women had heavier periods after being inoculated. After reviewing the available evidence, the EMA's Pharmacological Risk Assessment Committee, uh, PRAC, said it decided to request an evaluation of all available data, including reports from patients and healthcare professionals, clinical trials, and the published literature. The agency on Friday added that there was also no evidence to suggest that COVID-19 vaccines affected fertility. Now, obviously, that's the end of the article. But obviously, CNBC, one of their main big sponsors, is Pfizer BioNTech. And this data is completely skewed to leave the person feeling as if these companies are doing the best they can to keep track of these uh, side effects. But the true number of people who are probably at risk for this are wildly underreported because as you can see, they weren't even tracking the available data until, what is it, 2022? And we've known about these side effects since 2020 because we've had tons of papers that have been written on this exact same situation where they also found that um, most women who had received the vaccine were struggling with their menstruation. This is a early signal that fertility issues may arise. I'm not saying that they have arrived. I'm saying that it's an early signal. And a signal is so many events that link after a inoculation. So, or any type of medical procedure or medicine that you take if a if enough people start to have a reaction they call that a signal in the uh, medical world so to be honest with you with them just now saying this and we've and i've known this data since 20 late 2020 um it's very astonishing because 2023 is the end of the actual trial and the fact that they've only passively been collecting data on adverse reactions and using things like apps that track menstruation, there should have been an app created for every single person who took that vaccine from the start of this. Apps are very, very easy to make. Um, the NIH, the CDC, they have billions and billions of dollars. They already work with tech companies to censor any adverse you know, um, reactions and they already work to silence people on these tech companies. So why couldn't they have taken some money to create an app that would make it super easy 
for everybody to download on their phone. And as they got inoculated for people to keep track of what happens during their journey of being vaccinated um, with one shot from J&J, two shots from uh, Pfizer, Moderna and all the other mRNA technologies, vaccines, and then also track the boosters. Um, until next time, I'm your host, Miles Brown. I'm just trying to bring some awareness to the fact that these people have not really given people informed consent because I've known about this stuff since late 2020, especially the pooling of the spike protein in the ovaries for women and the pooling of the spike protein in the testicles for men. Um, as much as they like to say that it is rare, they don't really know that because they're not looking at everybody. They're only passively looking for signals where the general public might start to notice. Um, that's why a lot of these Facebook communities who were reporting adverse events have been taken down because they were trying to say that those people were spreading misinformation because based on their data, which they weren't collecting, they didn't see anything wrong. And they were talking about in their vaccine trials that they didn't catch anything. But those vaccine trials, for one, didn't go long enough. And for two, they picked the most healthy people they could possibly find in the population. That's not a real subgroup. Um, that's not a real good test of the American population at all. Because most of us have some type of comorbidity in one of them being overweight. Uh, so that's just my two cents. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm going to continue to keep you updated with real news because so many people were upset that I was sharing my thoughts on the vaccine and they didn't think I had any data. So every time something pops up from your guys's news source, I'm going to link it to information that I already know and try to create an understanding of what's going on. Until next time, peace.